yourself. Hey, everybody. It's another episode of Go Flix Yourself. My name is Ben Conowitz, and with me, as always, is the Burger King chicken fries to my McDonald's chicken nugget, Bradford Omen. Hey, that's me. You can you can have it your way with me. Okay. Uh, and you know what, Nate? You're going to be my little spicy chicken nugget from Wendy's. Oh, nobody gets Ooh. those anymore. Well, I get them all the time. No, everyone loves spicy, spicy nuggets. Nobody Wendy's. What? I, I drive yeah. by in our t- little town and poor Wendy's, other than the Arby's and the uh, uh, the Long John Silver's, Wendy's has the <laughs> least amount of... Are you just well, driving get... by and staring and taking counts? Do, maybe, don't make maybe fun of my hobbies. times. Yeah, don't st- stop going when they're closed. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't don't go don't go at like you know three o'clock in the afternoon. I think it's going to be hopping. <laughs> I will say though, our, our Wendy's does have a pretty shitty service. Uh, Thank it's, you. It's Thank not you. as it's not as good as it, it probably should be. Uh, they, they have consistently messed up our orders. Okay, easy there. <laughs> go write a Yelp review. Right, they are actually right, a listen, sponsor of this show. So, so speaking of uh, actual sponsors, Brad, uh, do, do we have one this week? Yeah, I got one. Uh, you know what? I, I enjoy myself. Some <laughs> that we, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Aunt Myrtle's whipped cream. That sounded so made up. You're like, yeah, yeah, I got one this week. <laughs> Looking around the table. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I enjoy me a good summer beverage all year round. I don't care if it's winter. You know, sure, I'll have a, a nice hot chocolate. Uh, maybe I'll enjoy a, a hot tea sometime. But I also enjoy a good iced tea. And today, uh, what I got is a, a nice sweet peach iced tea from Slim Chickens. Uh, it's a chicken restaurant out slim, here in Utah. Slim have chickens. Chicken, slim chickens is what it's called. The <laughs> logo slimmy is slimmy chickens. A ch- chicken, a chicken wearing a fedora, holding a guitar, looking uh, kind of like a badass, I guess. What was Clucky and, Arbuckle uh, taken? Did you say looking like a badass uh, in gosh, fedora? I would love to go to a chicken restaurant called Clucky Arbuckle. <laughs> 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 but no, so it's uh, yeah. I got this. Uh, the I got some chicken tenders from there uh, today in the DoorDash. I, I got myself a nice peach iced tea from Slim Chickens. So uh, Slim Chickens, if you ever check it out, <laughs> if do you ever it. Ch- check it out. Uh, check it out. Because uh, you're in what Provo? Is that where you're at? Where where are you? Where in the world are you? Yeah, Brad sounds weird because he's, think, he's on he's online only. Do I sound weird? I'm gonna say I mean, that you don't, you don't sound, sound like, like you're, you're standing next to us. Yeah, oh, I'm not normally standing next to anybody. Well, that's very true. But yeah, so it's it's in I think it's in Orem, Utah, actually, which is not too far from Provo. But yeah, in in that area. So say hi to your girlfriend, your girlfriend Brittany, girlfriend Brittany. Uh, oh, I I get to see my girlfriend every day for the next week or so. Which, you know, she was here, and we found out she is real. I'm not going to lie. I was shocked. No, 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 I was no, no, no. shocked. She's not, she's not from Israel. She's from Zimbabwe. Oh, boy. <laughs> there it is. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, Brad, what's uh, you can go first, buddy, because I'm sure you've got a lot of Sundance action in. Uh, what, what what are some of the movies that you've seen lately? Oh, gosh. Uh, I have seen some really good stuff. And, and lucky for you, the stuff that I have seen is was not nearly as depressing as the first round of movies. I was going to say, are we going to just let's back up the truck here? <laughs> I don't <laughs> no, no, I've, sad. I've, I've, and then the there, I did 43rd see a couple, a couple ones I that uh, shut the fuck up, Nate. <laughs> uh, I know I saw a lot of fun stuff uh, during the like the second two thirds of the the film festival. Um, one I, I will mention. Um, I will. I want to talk about a cool horror movie I saw. Ben, I think that you'll be very excited to see this one. Um, it's called Talk to Me, and basically the premise of it is is uh, the the big trend that all of the kids are doing. It's not drugs. Uh, or alcohol anymore. It's doing uh, a seance where a demon inhabits uh, some someone's body, and they record a video for like a minute or so and post it to social media. And so uh, they do this seance with this like uh, embalmed like uh, palm reading hand tool, 
and the demon like that you give it permission to enter you and then it basically like possesses you and it's talking through you and of course when they do one uh it goes wrong and things get scary and uh, it escalates from there and it's uh it is a lot of fun it's uh in, in a very twisted way uh very some very unsettling stuff uh great horror imagery and uh, this one also got picked up from the festival by A24. And don't worry, Ben, it's not oh. like a weird, a, a weird A24 cool. movie where you're going to be like, oh, it's the witch all over again. It's like a fun, genuinely scary, like really cool movie. That's two and a half hours long. And it's just no, a, it's lot, a, a lot of No, it's a hour and a half. No, yeah, we'll see. No, I'm just joking. That sounds <laughs> utterly fantastic. It's very cool. Uh, I also saw a hilarious mockumentary called Theater Camp. Uh, it's directed co-directed by molly gordon who plays uh like the older uh sister character in good boys and uh she was also in in book smart and uh, nick lieberman who and they've been friends for a long time and it's a mockumentary that focuses on this summer theater camp that uh is trying to keep going after its founder ends up in a coma uh and her son who's like this crypto bro douchebag uh played by jimmy tatro the the guy who is uh uh, suspected of drawing the dicks in American Vandal. I say, who has and the most bro jerkish face in the world? Doesn't yeah. he? He do, he does, and he's he's so good at playing that kind of character. But this this movie is so so funny. It has like it feels like the spirit of a Christopher Guest movie. Uh, it has a very impro- improvisational feel to it, and like it really nails the parody of like what theater kids are. Because and because uh, Ben Platt is also in this. Um, uh, Ayo Adabiri, who is in uh, The Bear, and also the the young kids in this movie, who are the kids at the camp, they are all hilarious. Like they just they have incredible comedic timing. They're good with uh, with like stuff that's like clearly improvised, and like the, and the way it was shot too. They really capture these like what feel like organic moments as if they were actually shooting uh, a documentary. It's it's very well done and really funny, and that also. Uh, got picked up, so that'll come out later this year as well. What's the uh, what's the actor's name? The broy actor guy, Jimmy Tatro. So Jimmy Tatro, bi- so uh, l- like disproportionate nostrils on that guy. They are <laughs> what a weird observation. <laughs> much like Brendan Gleeson's ears, Jimmy Tatro. If you look at a, at a photo of him, uh, those are some those are some big some big nostrils on on the man. Uh, that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Hey, Jimmy, right, Jimmy Chandra, uh, look us up. Come on the podcast. We'd love to talk about it. Yeah. There you go. You can punch me in the uh, face. And then two, <laughs> two more I'll mention real quick. Uh, Rye Lane, which is this uh, fantastic romantic comedy that is kind of like before sunrise, but with this uh, youthful energy that's set in like uh, the, the outskirts of London. Uh, and it follows this guy and this girl who they're, they're fresh off breakups and they meet by happenstance and then they like... Uh, have a conversation and they're walking around this place in London called Rye Lane and it just has them talking and walking around mostly, but also has these like cuts to when they're talking about their exes and their breakups and stuff like that, that are really entertaining. It's super funny. Uh, but it just, it has a lot of genuine heart to it. The performances are outstanding. Uh, so yeah, that's called Rye Lane. That was really good. And then the last very last movie I saw last night and, uh, my girlfriend Brittany was able to go with me. Uh, it's a movie called Flora and Son. And I was really excited to see this one because it's directed by John Carney, uh, who did Once and Begin Again and Sing Street, which I have uh, sung the praises of you many times. I love Sing Street. I love Sing Street. And so I was very excited about this because he just, John Carney has this way of telling great stories with characters who are like uh, moved and connected through music. And this is another one of those. And uh, it takes place in like kind of a, a rough and tumble area in, um, in Ireland. 
And it follows this uh, woman who had a kid very young. He's kind of a troublesome teenager, uh, constantly getting in, uh, into you know various states of mischief. And uh, she tries to buy him a guitar to like give him some a little bit of like direction, something to do. But he's like not interested, so she takes it up and she starts taking these lessons uh, for, to how to play guitar on YouTube, but from Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who plays an American character living in California while she is in Ireland. And they kind of strike up this like a flirtatious relationship as she's learning guitar and like they they start to connect uh because of like his original songs and she likes helping him write them meanwhile her son has like has an interest that he hasn't like disclosed to her where he's making like uh electronic club music and so like the story coalesces into this really interesting way of how they all kind of help and connect to each other and of course the music is super catchy like it is in all of john carney's movies and it's just uh another fantastic movie like just the way he can make all these different movies that have like a similar feel but don't ever feel stale or uh you know formulaic it's uh i i seriously I, I will see any movie john carney makes and this was another great one so it stars bono's daughter and I got picked up. huh it stars bono's daughter is Eve houston. houston bono's daughter yeah wow i had no idea that's crazy yeah yeah it's uh and she's great like she's really really talented she's in a show yeah she, she's been on she's fantastic TV. in this movie yeah yeah do you think about that coincidentally enough Apple TV picked up this movie, uh, so it'll it'll be uh, playing there at some point, and we'll get a. Oh, you'll, release so you get you'll get your new iPhone, and this movie will be preloaded on it. Well, no, you'll get an Apple TV, and the movie will be preloaded on. Get it because it's yeah, the, the YouTube album. YouTube like, album. This is the... a very dated joke, but yeah. Come on, you know I, I, I didn't think that was that bad. And I, I liked it. I liked all it. All right, well, moving on. Uh, but yeah, so that's that, that's it for Sundance. Uh, if you want to hear about all the movies I saw, I made a whole thread. Uh, on Twitter that the Go Flicks Yourself account retweeted. You can see my uh, brief thoughts and the list of all the movies that I saw during Sundance. Feel free to check that out. And uh, did you, were you able to watch the assigned movie this week, Brad? So I'm going to disappoint everybody. <laughs> uh, a combination of all the Sundance movies I've been watching and traveling, being in Florida and going to Utah, like I, I wanted to to make time for a hidden life, but that movie is still just a daunting runtime. And even though Ben, you gave me a short one this week, only I gave an you hour, a movie that is literally I, no, no, yeah, it's fifty two minutes long. I planned on having time to today to watch it today, and then today was the day that they had an uh, an event where they announced all the uh, first wave plans that James Gunn is doing for the DC universe at Warner Brothers. So the time that I had set aside to do that. I got roped into helping with all the coverage from that. Uh, by the time this episode comes out, that news will have been revealed. Uh, so yeah, so Slash Film was preparing a lot of coverage about all the upcoming DC movies. We'll probably talk about that on a future episode of Go Flicks Yourself because there's a lot of cool stuff. No, no we're not. Uh, that they announced. No, no, no I'm, I'm not until you watch your movies. No, no, that I mean, I mean that's that's fine. There's like a situation where I don't get dessert if I don't eat my dinner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, no, I do feel bad because I did I did want to watch them, but I I will absolutely have time now that Sundance is over. Now that I'm not you know uh, traveling and doing a company trip in Florida. Uh, I can. I have time to watch stuff here, so I. You're gonna have three. You're gonna have three films. <laughs> That's watch. fine. You know, what? give me, give me, give me four. Fuck it. No, you're gonna watch. You're gonna watch any given Sunday. Is what you're gonna watch because NFL. No, no, that's. I was. I was. I was gonna say. I will make up for it because I will watch Hidden Life any given Sunday and the kid. Okay, the gauntlet has been laid. <laughs> yeah, and oh. I'll rewatch Seven Samurai. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a bold-faced lie yeah no no I'm i, not I gonna would not want you very, to do that it's very long it's yeah. very long nate how about you oh, buddy? Yeah. So, what, uh, what else did you see buddy uh i saw a couple of new films that came out uh one on netflix and one on uh amazon prime uh and then i had an assigned movie so the first one i watched was you people 
um, which is a, a film that just came out with uh, Jonah Hill, Eddie Murphy, um, Julia Louise Dreyfus. And it's it's done by the same guy that created the show Blackish, if you've ever seen Blackish. So Kenya um, Barris. Exactly. And so um, there's there's a lot of obviously if you've seen the trailer, we actually talked about I think about the trailer on this show. Um, there, there's sure a lot. Did. I thought we did, but maybe we didn't. But um, riveting stuff, guys. Uh, maybe we didn't. he can edit this out. But um, hold on, let, no, no, no. Let's let's have a moment and let's like really think about it. Whether or not <laughs> we let's about just it. you know what? Can you take some time and just scroll your phone, Brad, and just go back to the text messages? Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, and hold honestly, on, don't search for on, you people. Just just scroll. I'm actually I'm gonna put in you, and that should help clear. That will help. Way. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> So it, it's fine. There's there's nothing great about the movie. The trailer was better than the film was. Uh, it was funnier. All the funny parts were in the trailer. Um, th- there's a lot of I think cultural comedy that could have happened. As and I, I, I'm going to admit that I love the show Blackish. I think it's hilarious. Um, but it it didn't necessarily come over to this. It became kind of predictable a little bit. The performances are still good, um, but I, it's okay. You can watch it if you want. Uh, Shotgun wedding. Yeah, you know I actually. I actually, uh, I saw this too, uh, because my girlfriend Brittany wanted to watch it. And so, so you watched that I, instead of the kid. Okay. No, that's fine. I'm just, we're just, you don't have time. I know, I, I'm sure you've never done anything because your girlfriend wanted to do it, even though you had other stuff to do. Yeah, I haven't. And that's why we're on the rocks. Uh, <laughs> that's right. It was really awkward. I but got no, here I, and she was breaking up with me. <laughs> I just can't do this Again. anymore, man. I can't do this anymore. And he's like, can we talk but, after yeah, the so- podcast? <laughs> And she said no, and she left. Yep. <laughs> but no, I watched. Yeah, I watched this too, and it's. Uh, I feel like it's trying too hard to like make uh, statements about race and like religious clashes and like assumptions people make and how they try to like pander to to races that they feel like they need to. Um, there's there's some really funny moments, but like it, it feels like the script needed like another polish. Uh, the thing I appreciated the most I, um, out of this movie was Jonah Hill. I feel like Jonah Hill was the best thing uh, about you, this movie because you agree his, with that, Nate? his fast talking nervousness and like st- when he's reacting to all the cringeworthy stuff and everything, he was he was just really good. Like he he lit up the screen. I think every time he was on it, um, and that's not to say everyone else was bad. He he was just like particularly great in this movie. Yeah, I think he was very good. Uh, I, I would say Julia Louise Dreyfus was good as well, but she's always, I think, very yeah. good. Um, I, I honestly kind of disappointed Eddie Murphy. I, I, they didn't really give him much, honestly, other than kind of, you know, and, and they even play on the trope of an angry black man, right? And so, uh, and like, I didn't mind though that because like I felt like it was nice to have him give a more subtle. It was a very subtle kind of subdued performance for him, but it was fine. He didn't do bad. It just I thought there was kind of like you. There was more there in this film that was under the surface that could have come out probably with just a little more work. So uh, yeah, but it was fine. I mean, I, I wasn't, I didn't regret that I watched it or anything. Um, but Wait, it, did you watch when, the assigned movie? I did. The assigned movie for me was by my friend Brad Froman, and it was called Edge of Tomorrow. Again. Uh, these guys and their Scientology, they just love it. They just keep on giving me films by Tom Cruise. And they're like, no, no, no. You got to give it, a, you got to be open about it. You got to have an open mind about this. Uh, about Scientology. Dianetics. Yeah. yeah. So, As of Tomorrow was a, a film made in 2014. And it's essentially Groundhog Day meets Halo. Um, yeah. 
So, yep, yep. <laughs> that's a apt description. Doesn't mean that it's bad. No, it actually like it. It's very um, good. But uh, I, I honestly, I think Tom Cruise is fine. He wasn't my favorite part about no. this. I thought Emily Blunt was very. She's good. fantastic. Um, uh-huh. And uh, it was a fun cast. Honestly, it was uh, Brendan Gleeson was fun. Uh, there, there was enough comedy in this as well. It's not a, it's not a comedy movie at all. But there was, and enough- also, uh, it's, 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 it's very funny though. It has got some really funny parts in would it. Would you so- agree that it, it's not? If you say action comedy, you think of, of course, like the other guys or things like yeah. that. And this is definitely not, not that. that. This is an action movie that has some comedic some elements, very comedic elements about it. But it's definitely not telling jokes. Kind of like, like a not, not that it's in the same tone necessarily, but like how Bad Boys is very funny. I, but I, I honestly think Bad Boys is almost a comedy, though. Like, I, I, I feel like because you get Martin Lawrence and Will Smith in there. And... I'm really trying to honestly, I'm not disagreeing, Brad. I'm trying yeah, to no, I I'm trying to come up with a better example. And I can't currently. I, I'm not disagreeing fully either. I'm just like, I, I feel like Bad Boys was funnier than this one, though. Yeah, but, I mean, Bad Boys is, is, is very comedy forward. This is very action forward. And then there are elements of comedy in it. That that was my thing is it's okay. there it's and it, it and it kept my interest and it was funny enough you but know there wasn't like a there, there wasn't a laugh in every scene or anything. so I feel like and this might be a, a a big shot out here but a lot of the Marvel movies are kind of like this where if it's very action that's heavy yeah, they still have yeah, some good comedic sides but they're not telling jokes yep yep yeah. what I what I really maybe like really, maybe like maybe Iron Man is a good example yeah yes yes what I really loved about this film though is that. It tells the story of European suckiness. <laughs> because you know who didn't get taken by the Martians? Americans. Yeah. Because you know what? These colors don't run. That's right. That's right. Doesn't matter if you're coming from the sky, if you're part of the sky people, or if Well, that's you know, Avatar. But <laughs> yeah, that's Avatar. Hold on, roll, roll. But again, it, again, James Cameron, come for us. All right. Um, the Americans will keep I'm you gross. better. <laughs> Come for me, James Cameron. Better title: Live, Die, Repeat, or Edge of Tomorrow. Live, Die, Repeat is the better title. Yeah, I would agree. And so it came out as Edge of Tomorrow, and then on on the on the DVD, it was uh, Live, Die, Repeat. Yeah, yeah, it's, it still had Edge of Tomorrow on it, but they kind of rebranded it so that Live, Die, Repeat was more prominent. And I like, can't remember the last time of... they kind of did that. You know, and and was it because it just wasn't tracking well because of the title? I, I don't get it. To give um also to kind of give for those of you that have seen this to kind of give a modern uh, fact about this. This was written by the same guys that are writing the new Indiana Jones film as well. So if you like the writing in this film, and hopefully again with a little bit of the comedy action, yeah. you know, hopefully what, they'll find that hope. balance well in the Indiana Jones. Film and honestly, well. the you know, Raiders had a lot of that kind of comedy action, action first, and then there's you know the, the wink and the nod comedy mm-hmm. is what I would like to call it. Yeah, you so, know, I know you said that uh, you liked Emily Blunt on this movie and that Tom Cruise is just okay. I actually think Tom Cruise is really good in this movie because he's not playing your typical action hero. Like he's he's a coward, he's a wimp, and he's running away from the war. And like his like his the look on his face and like the way he plays panic stricken and like just trying to escape and get away. And then like that slow shift as like he gets like more and more used to what's happening yeah, and like Nate, just trying Nate to needs, figure out he needs a yeah, macho I, tom cruise he doesn't guys, need a wimpy tom you know cruise though no Brad. i i need it recasted is what i need <laughs> but you know what Brad? we haven't done a recast in a long time so next next episode we're gonna recast edge recast of tomorrow all the tom cruise movies yep <laughs> benny what did you watch nate nate really needs what nate needs is like uh some um uh good joke the ai software the, what's, what's the, the 
I can't remember great. the. I'm, I'm I'm blanking on the fucking <laughs> term. But, Chat uh, GPT. It's fake. No, fake something. What's the face? The face re- replacing. Oh, reface. Oh no. no. They do a reface app. Oh, no, it's I'm, a I'm fake. So... Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh, you're they did this. With... Yeah, it's driving me crazy. All right, good pack. There, there was an app that I had on my phone that was it was called Reface, and you could put your face into these uh, famous people's uh, deep roles. Deep fake. Jesus Christ. What is it called? Deep fake. Oh, deep fake. Yeah, yeah, the Tom Cruise deep fake. Yep. Yeah, we, we, needed, we needed to give a deep fake that like, replaces Tom Cruise with the actor of, of Nate's choice. Yeah, yep. we're going to go ahead and just cut all that out. <laughs> yeah, cut that middle part and it'll, it'll land and it'll be good. <laughs> so, Betty Boy, what did you watch for this week? Uh, I, watched, uh, I watched two movies. Uh, I watched The Way Back with Ben Affleck. Uh, talented up-and-comer. Um, do we have do we have an agreement here? Do we like Ben Affleck here? Because I like Ben Affleck. I but... do. I, I am a defender. Yeah, yeah. I think Ben I, Affleck. I like great. him a lot. Um, he. Uh, so I didn't do any research as far as shocker, as far as <laughs> what he was going through when he made this film. But as somebody who drinks too much, he nailed it. Let me just tell you the puffy face uh, that he was rocking was this, this entire that film. basketball movie. So this is a on? movie where he ha- he's a he is a. Former high school standout, standout yeah. athlete, and he's fallen on hard times. And I mean, spoiler alert: the reason he's fallen on hard times is you find out a little too late in the movie, honestly, um, that his 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 son died, and so that's why he's turned to the bottle. I would have preferred it if he just if there wasn't like this earth shattering event, and he just kind of slowly turned into an alcoholic because mm-hmm. that's not everybody that's that drinks too much you know has a life-changing event guys and this came out right at the time the pandemic was starting i think so, so like feel, it kind of got yeah like looked over it a little did. bit and but honestly it's it's a solid it's like glory road or uh gridiron gang yep. or uh whatever though all those movies, there's a lot right? of sports movies kind of in this vein uh what's the one hardball with keanu reeves mm-hmm. uh you know the mm-hmm. the, the honestly in a, in a certain respect the mighty ducks was one of the first right where uh that that played it well uh, i would argue the guy that was in trouble and has to coach. talk about basketball and alcoholism i would argue that hoosiers, hoosiers can be fair. sure absolutely so um put some respect on that please. i will i will um, but it wasn't Gene Hackman. It was Dennis Hopper as no. the alcoholic. But he's just anyway. Still. So this movie is it's solid. It's not uh, it's not over the top. Supremely well acted. The, it, it doesn't have much to say as far as, uh, you know, anything earth shattering. But I will say the kids in the movie are good. Um, ben Affleck is very good in this. I he is. No, no. Yeah. He is very good in it. And honestly, um, there's some scenes that really do obviously tug at your heartstrings with him and, and his drinking and getting in the way of things and and. and it's not necessarily a road to recovery movie, though. It's not mm-hmm. him coming in the championship game and leading the way. It's him kind of fucking it all up. Yeah. And I, I did respect the movie for that. Is that it wasn't your melodramatic ending and all that, as it often is, exactly. isn't with with, the, with these movies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it was a little bit more true to life. Like, yeah, you're, uh, yeah. But overall, I'd, I'd give it a, uh, I'd give it a three out of five stars. There. Yeah, uh, I remember this came out again because it was right at the pandemic, so there was a lot of just you know uh, people were paying attention to uh, naturally other things. 
but uh, Affleck talked a lot about this film being kind of a therapy for his alcoholism. Well, and, I like, wondered if he own, honestly had, was know, either coming off of it or still dealing with it when he was shooting because I'm, you can't fake that level of puffiness in that face. I, and I think he just knows too, right? So I think his performance was informed by sure. a little bit of, you know, like true to life What it's like to be really hungover and, and <laughs> yes. try to do something. And feeling like an idiot afterwards, yeah, right? Yeah, um, um, So that, that was just kind of a, a, a that was a fun one <laughs> that I watched. And and do you think that you could beat Ben Affleck in basketball? Ooh, how how much time do I have to prepare? <laughs> uh, like like like, say, like like Ben Affleck shows up tomorrow and says we're driving to the gym. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No. No way. Absolutely. What? Not. He's probably in really good shape for how a movie. How tall right is now. Ben Affleck? Uh, I'm gonna say he's like six three. How tall are you? Six two. But but he's probably in movie shape, which is better than he's me. six two as well. He's always okay, but still, he's probably in movie shape, and I'm not. Do you think though, like you would go for like a layup, and then that big giant tattoo on his back would come alive and come <laughs> tackle you? I don't, I don't know the answer to that question, but I think, I think probably. I'm already thinking of a film in my head right now. That I, I feel my, like, I feel like top of my game, ben and top of Ben Affleck's, but Ben Affleck's game. I could, I think, I'm, I could say I could take him if we're both in nah. in shape. Nah, Brad. I mean, uh, yeah, you got it, sweetie. Okay, anyway. Uh, so I was assigned by my good friend, Nate. Yeah, that's my name. You, no, but... <laughs> I mean, did you assign it to me? I week? did assign it to you. So you assigned me Tick, Tick, Boom. Uh, the listeners know I love I love a good musical. So I... Tick, Tick, Boom! Yeah, I was... <laughs> so first of all, n- n- there's no explosions, no dynamite. There's not a there. bomb in this movie. There's a lot it of ticking, though. There's ticking. It's not, it's not a rock biopic about saliva. There, there's ticking <sighs> and there is a boom, eventually. Well, uh, so, so I will. Uh, much like Brad, I, I hate to admit, uh, I didn't do the whole assignment. I am. I'm will 80, you at least I, finish? Oh, it? of course. I'm 85 percent through. There are. There's 20 minutes left in the movie. I just okay. didn't. I didn't finish it. I was watching it as Nate walked in the door. Um, but I, I do. I really like it. It is the story of Jonathan Larson. Yep. Who uh, directed uh, Rent? Who wrote? wrote yeah. Sorry, wrote Rent. Um and. Passed, passed away before Rent even premiered, right? Literally the day before it premiered, he died of a like a very tragic, like just heart thing. Yeah. So I um I'm into this movie, you know, eighty percent, and I think that wow, you know, what a what a singularly driven person who is so self absorbed that is putting deadlines off to the last minute and doesn't understand how the real world works because he's so concerned about his thing. And I'm like looking to a fucking mirror over here going <laughs> Is Bailey gonna leave me? Well, the, the, honestly, Ben, this is why I love this film because I found so much of me in this story. In that, like, I look at this as somebody's like, okay, eventually I will get there. You just got to keep on pushing, right? Keep pushing. And the idea that, that, that this whole so th- this is the story of uh, uh, he's telling the story of his life basically when he's trying to write his first musical and get it premiered uh, for some producers that might actually pick it up and take it to Broadway. Correct. And it's a it's a it's. It's not described by him like this, but everybody's describing it as like a space rock opera mm-hmm. with aliens. And he's like, "That's not. That's not what it is." Mm-hmm. And it's very confusing to people, and they don't really, they don't really get it. Um, but Stephen Sondheim, uh, yep. I, I'm sure this is probably a tr- true story. This is yep. that he actually was one of his defenders and told him that he was the one that needed to bring a, a, a song for the the woman in the second act to kind of bridge the the narrative. There, I love. By the way, Bradley, Bradley Whitford. As Steven Zahn, it was just such a delight to watch. I'm glad that I watched this with Bailey because she was able to point out 
all the famous Broadway people that were in it. Gotcha. Yep. I know who Lynn Manuel Miranda is. Yeah, I don't who, know who directed this. literally yep. anybody else. And, and she's like, "Oh, that guy's from Cats, and that guy's from this and that." She's pointing it all out. And I'm like, "Okay, cool." Um, yeah, I mean that, yeah, that that whole diner sequence yeah. is filled with Broadway people, and I don't know like more than two of them exactly. And I I knew that uh, I, I saw Mrs. Huxtable. Oh yeah, Felicia Rashad. Yep, I saw her in there, <laughs> and then I saw Broadway. Great. I saw uh, I saw uh, Lilith from Frasier. Oh yeah, uh, Bebe Newirth. There you go. And so I know she's a Broadway. Great. I know these people from sitcoms, and like Bailey's like, oh, these are famous. Broadway. Is Bailey a is Bailey a Broadway? <laughs> she cat? loves Broadway. Okay, all right. Um, no, actually, uh, there's, there's one there's one scene where in the alley behind the diner you can see Mr. Mistopheles and Rumple Teaser. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, uh, I I was like I, I saw cats. I, I know what you're doing. Uh, Rumple Teaser. I I also uh, so we we are going in in March. Bailey and I are going to see um, Josh Groban in. Uh, Sweeney Todd in New York. Oh, good for you! So my friend John hooked me up with tickets uh, through his through his American Express, whatever. <laughs> he was able actually to do this, and it was not that expensive. Holy shit! We're going to see Josh Groban in New York. That's going to be incredible. So, so this film is on Netflix. So if if you want to watch a good film, that again, I I it was one of my favorite films that came out that year. Um, and again, I know it's a musical. Some people might be scared away. It's uh, it's but so from a guy that doesn't love, love musicals, musicals yeah. I will tell you that it's it's the kind of musical I like where there's a lot more dialogue and actual talking and real verbiage than it, it, not everything is a song. And when it is a song, there's a lot of dialogue that happens. As the song is kind of playing in the background, and there's a lot of exposition that happens during the songs, so it really didn't take a guy like me out of it that doesn't necessarily love just everything yep. to be like a fucking opera, like everything is sung. Come on, yeah. And so, and also, this film also has the undercurrent as well, where when the AIDS epidemic was happening in yes. America, you know, it hit the theater world very hard. And so, finding out that so many of your friends have AIDS, and obviously, then Rent is born from this sure. idea. Um, this so, whole this it, whole movie is running out of time. Exactly, and, and, and what it really for many does, of us that feel like what it, what it really means to I, run out of time. Am I getting know? older? Am I running out of time? Yeah. These kind of things. Uh, I really love this film. I hope people watch it uh, again. You can watch it on Netflix now. Brad, did you like it? Did I forget. Yeah, I love Tick Tick Boom. This was one of my favorite movies uh, that year, and it's yeah, uh, the the songs in it are incredible. I, I within the first, I think it was like ten minutes that first song that Andrew Garfield sings. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna love this movie. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I've become addicted to the soundtrack as well. Andrew Garfield, my freaking word. So Andrew Garfield did not sing before this, right? He was not trained. He didn't know theater. This was not him, right? I mean, he did some theater, but like he was no like musical theater guy. Um, and so He's he incredible. Did, he, he is. He it is made so me appreciate incredible. Andrew Garfield even more. His range, he is just incredible. Just so, so good. Yeah, he's very, very good in this. Yeah, similar thing happened to uh, Ewan McGregor when he did Moulin Rouge. He had no idea that he had perfect pitch until he did Moulin Rouge. Must be nice. <laughs> yeah, I would love to just, just discover that I have a, a perfect talent. Oh, did you know that I can dunk a basketball? I never tried before, but now I can dunk a basketball. What? Mm -hmm. Oh, I found out today that I can I can build rockets from scratch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you know? Oh, Nate can't, Brad can't be on the show anymore. He's an aerospace engineer. <laughs> well, you can yeah, find I'm us. I'm going to go. Go work on a new rocket that takes us to Jupiter. Ascending? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, that, that's it. That's the two that I watched. Great, great. Um, 
So we did watch some trailers. We've got some new films coming out that we want to talk about. Um, one that we've already talked about that has a new trailer as well. But again, we always love, we want to remind everyone, if you're watching films, uh, we talk about the films that we watched this last week. But we always ask you on our social media as well, what films did you watch? We love hearing from you if you recommend it, if you like it, uh, because we can't see every film. Uh, and again, you got a recommendation for us to watch again, put it on there in the comments. We'd love to see it because we love those stuff. So we watched a couple trailers this week. One of them, um, is the new trailer for a film we've talked about before 65. This, uh, releases, they pushed it back. Did you see this, Brad? They pushed it back from March 10th to March 17th. I don't know if there's just a bunch coming out in March or not, but this is the new film. Uh, with yeah, Adam Driver coming out. What did you guys think of this new trailer? Uh, Ben and I, again, before the podcast, did a little little talk about it. But um, one of the things that I think Ben said that I kind of agree with, I don't tend to love second trailers as much. And I didn't love this one as much as I love the first trailer. What were your thoughts on it, Brad? Yeah, it's, you know, I, I, I tend to agree. I, the, the second trailer is when they start to show more story. And I would rather just let the movie unfold if I'm already uh, sold on it. But it was as often as I go to the movies and with my job, yeah. It's kind of hard to avoid those kinds of things. Close your eyes. Um, I'm, I'm still, I'm, st- <laughs> I'm still definitely in uh, for this one, and oh, uh, you know I'm very, excited, very excited. And to I, see it. I do want to point out, both Nate and I said, while this trailer doesn't do anything more, it doesn't really take anything away either. We both really still want to see this movie. It's just when I watched the first one, I was blown yeah, away. I don't, like, I, I don't cannot need to, wait to see I this. I don't need to see a second trailer for this. Yeah, but but I, and again, it comes out in like a month and a half, so I'm sure they're wanting to get it back into people's memories, right? Um, and they showed a couple more images, big, big shots of the, the dinosaurs, dinosaurs that are in there. Yeah. These kind of things. Um, but nothing really more about. I mean, if you if you look in the background, you can also see uh, Mr. Mistopheles and Rumble Teaser. <laughs> I did see them, and I was like, "Wow, cats!" So yeah, I'm yeah. Excited like once about the di- once the dinosaur comes up, you see one go meow. Oh boy, Brad, do you think this is going to be huge, or do you think people are going to look at like this as a space dinosaur movie and kind of be afraid of this? I mean, it's a pretty cool concept uh, that we haven't really seen in this way before. And Adam Driver is a pretty uh, decent draw. You know, he's not like a full-on blockbuster like star that like you know someone like a a Tom Cruise or like an Arnold Schwarzenegger used to be that because like those kind of movie stars are few and far between anymore. But I think that since it's coming out in March, there's not a lot happening uh, that month, and this just really just such a cool idea. I I think people are going to turn out for it. I hope they do. I think that also, like, if you if you recast this with like Dwayne the Rock Johnson, it's not the same movie. That's, obviously, that's what I was wondering. Like, you, you and I, yeah. Are Adam up- Driver lends Adam Driver lends a certain amount of like credibility. Not not that Dwayne Johnson is bad necessarily for but, us, like, though. For us, for us, exactly. I don't think that it does it for like you, you know. Put Mark uh, Wahlberg in there, and like my dad's like, I'm yeah, going and, to and, see and, that, yeah, and like, oh, <laughs> oh wait, that looks great because I like Marky oh, Mark. Oh, shit over there! It's a, a fucking T Rex over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're right though. Like, yeah, I, I, I want to. Very this. angry because he's got some short arms. <laughs> no, I just want to hear Brad keep on doing uh, Mark, Marky Mark. Go. Hey guys, look over here. I think it's a Parasophosaurus. <laughs> a Parasophosaurus? <laughs> yeah, it's a one of those, like one of those ones with the pompadour. On it, you know, you seen that one? It's got like a crazy head over. It. Oh, how did I not know you have a Mark Wahlberg ready for you? Because I'm going to call that. Uh, out. But again, oh. my Mark Wahlberg impression is Andy Samberg doing Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> That's okay. I don't That's care, okay, Brad. I don't I care so much. <laughs> now I'm going to go talk to an Ankylosaurus. <laughs> Say hi to your mother for me. Uh, but you're right, though. You you put you put 
Dwayne the Rock Johnson, right? Because he's still- he's the one I would think of as if you're trying to put butts in the seats to with this kind of movie, you you hire Dwayne and you say it's a hundred million. And I would still opening see weekend. that film. I but I'm more excited about I Adam Driver. Am absolutely more excited, but he's definitely not a bigger draw. No, no, but- not a bigger draw. But I would, but I, I think it's like it lends a certain amount of like I, you take it a little bit more seriously exactly because like if Dwayne Johnson was in this it would feel more like uh, Dwayne the Rock a, Johnson, a little yeah. a little bit of a sillier action adventure sure. but Adam Driver is a very serious actor and so you're like oh okay so this is not just you know some goofy action adventure movie yeah that's kind of also why I wonder if the film is going to actually have some like real acting in it right not just it looks like action it will acting yeah right so um action acting go <laughs> <laughs> that's what they did with the Dwayne the Rock Johnson on every picture and I go see and, it and I love it uh, action acting go <laughs> Danny Elfman's doing the score to this film too did you guys know that oh good a lot of piano a lot of piano alright the next show that we had is uh, we have a ghost we don't have a ghost but <laughs> we have a ghost uh, that releases to Netflix on February 24th so not too long less than a month away um, this is written directed by Christopher Landon who uh wrote and directed a film that I was assigned actually about what last October maybe freaky did yeah. you assign that to me Brad yes I did yeah and so and and I really loved freaky I thought it was really fun uh so I'm really actually excited about this for that alone I I, I he's earned my trust until he doesn't have it anymore we have a text thread, obviously, between the three of us talking about the show, talking about some of these things. Did I pick up a little bit of skepticism from you that you're not excited about this, Brad? You know, I, I didn't really dig the trailer very much. Uh, it's I, I like uh, the stuff that Christopher Landon has done so far, because in addition to doing uh, Freaky, he also wrote Happy Death Day, uh, which is um, similar, s- similar to uh, Edge of Tomorrow. It is basically a slasher version of Groundhog Day. Okay. Uh, they take the they take the time loop premise and they just put it into a different genre. And I think the Happy Death Day movies uh, are really good. And Christopher Landon also cut his teeth writing uh, three of the the paranormal, no, four of the paranormal activity sequels. Uh, so he's got experience in horror. This, I, I don't know, there's something about this that just feels a little too silly for me. Um, let me I think ask you David a, Harbor looks... Let me ask you a quick question. Did you watch uh-huh. the same fucking trailer that Nate and I watched? <laughs> this looks great! And, and there's something there's something very silly about David Harbour that I just I don't know it's it just feels like it's it's too much I don't know I don't know I don't know is this though also part of your you okay buddy no I, I I also though I watch this I I listen to his feedback a little bit about this does this have anything to do with you still being spicy about the mute Harold Ramis thing from Ghostbusters Afterlife uh no but it's funny that you say that because uh <laughs> Tignataro's in this trailer and the trailer uh, made me want to see Tignataro in a Ghostbusters movie, so it's got that going for it. Well, you know what I so so as soon as they came into this, uh, as soon as the trailer turned into, oh, we're going to catch this guy. As soon as that happened, I go, oh, yeah, you don't have to make a movie about catching ghosts and have it be Ghostbusters. Yep, I forgot you could do that. <laughs> You're allowed to make movies of a similar premise, and I, I I'm like, why hasn't why haven't more studios done that? Now, respectfully. Brad, because I want to, I want to respect you and your skills in the film reviewing world. Easy. 
I actually disagree. I think this film looks great. I, I'm actually very excited about seeing this film. It's got a great cast. Anthony Mackie, uh, David Harbour. Christopher Landon essentially said, I, I am writing this film for David Harbour. He like, is on such a win streak right now after uh, I trust Violent him Night. everything, right? I mean, he, he's just picking these juicy, fun roles. And, yeah. I, and I he just, eats, I'm he here eats for it. He up every yeah, time. He does. Uh, Jennifer Coolidge, another person that's yeah. really just having a great, great like season of her career right now. She looks fantastic in this. Uh, Tig Notaro looks great. Like I, I just, it could be a lot of fun. Yeah. Now, again, it might suck, um, but I think, I think it. The trailer for me made me laugh quite a bit. Actually, we had a, there was a part there at the end that that made it sad. Now, this is based on a article. I sent this through you. Maybe Brad, you could put it in the show notes or something. But uh, there, there was an a, article, a Vice article, a star, like five, a story five written, years ago. Right. And that this is based off of, and I ended up reading that. So I know where the story is kind of going and maybe, maybe I won't tell you, but I'm going to guess this film's going to be a lot more emotional than people think. Oh yeah. Okay. Based on the story. No, that I'm sure. Read. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure there's an emotional, which is why I think it. you um, wanted David Harbor. Cause David Harbor can act right. Well, especially if he's not talking. I, 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 that sounds yeah, like no, a joke, he but can't like, talk. He That's can, the part of the ghost. He like, can he can emote through his his actual yep. facial expressions, and, and even in the trailer, you started to see a little bit of that. I am uh, I don't want to judge his entire performance based on thirty seconds that you saw him in there. It's it's that's a really tough task to to go maybe half the movie without being able to speak and still kind of emote. Uh, Harper's your man. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm excited about it. I hope. I hope you jump on this hey, train. Hey, Brad, don't Brad. harbor any ill will towards this movie, okay, buddy? I'm going to ghost you. <laughs> the final trailer we're going to talk about is a film called Polite Society, which releases April 28th in the United States, March 12th for our, our listeners in the UK. It's honestly fun to to look at our listener you know, base. We've got listeners in Hi, Australia. Nigel. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we've got listeners in Europe, these kind of things. So, again, I want to be respectful of you. It comes out about a month and a half before it comes out for us. But uh, this is a film that looks like it is going to combine a bunch of things. It's going to be funny. It's going to have martial arts in it. It's going to have all kinds of different you know, genres put together in one. Uh, ben and I watched the trailer, but I think, Brad, did you already see this film? Oh, you bet your sweet ass I did. <laughs> uh, you this is bet one of the movies. <laughs> this is one of the movies that uh, played at Sundance, actually, because it comes out in theaters so soon and every now and then. Movies that already have uh, a theatrical release plan in the, the early months of the year play at Sundance to kind of get the buzz going. Uh, and so I watched this um, at, at home because it was part of the virtual slate. And, man, this movie is is so much fun. And the trailer really fun. does de- definitely provides the right kind of vibe. It has a little, little bit of, like, Quentin Tarantino Kill Bill style. It has, like, the uh, the, the stylized presentation uh, and sleek editing of, like, an Edgar Wright movie. And uh, it's, you know, it's it's a little bit uh, goofy at times. Say, it but seems like it also has some comedic elements as well, which seem great. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's definitely very funny. Um, and, it, yeah, it's just, it's just really good. It, it's a very uh, impressive amalgamation of a lot of different things. A little bit of, of Scott Pilgrim in there, too, I think I would okay. say, uh, which goes hand, hand in hand with Edgar Wright as well. So I really did think I, I thought Edgar or sorry, I thought uh, Scott Pilgrim when I saw this trailer. That, that was the movie yeah. that I most closely associated this with. And uh, yeah. Watchers of of Marvel stuff will recognize a couple of the actors in there. Uh, Nimran Busha was recently in Miss Marvel as uh, Najima, I think is her name there, but uh, mm-hmm. kind of the villain character in in Miss Marvel, right? Is that the Selma Hayek looking? Yes, uh, that person? was the one that you said. <laughs> um, and then also, uh, I, I don't think either of you guys watched. Do you watch the Umbrella Academy, Brad? 
No, I haven't watched it yet. Okay, I'm a big fan of Umbrella Academy. Uh, Leela Pitts, the character that plays Leela Pitts in there, um, uh, is one of the main two sisters. And she's fantastic in the Umbrella Academy. So um, that's uh, Ritu Aria, I think is her name. Um, but she's great. So I'm really actually excited about seeing what they do as well. This looks like they're going to eat up the screen. It's going to be really fun. Fun. It was. It was fun, one. right? It was a fun trailer. It looked great. And, it looked really um, fun. I, I also love the uh, the dichotomy between the actual action and then like the yeah. coming of age type. I'm going to be a stunt woman thing. That's really a fun interplay, and I can't wait. And to Brad see and I kind of love the coming of age stories. You're, yes, you're not as much, but you're. you're but I, we're winning you over. I know, I but I, in this kind of uh, film, it, it means that. There, there's. I get both, right? Mm-hmm. I get the coming of age, but then I also get the finished product. Yeah, and I think that that's uh, the, the draw more for me in this one. Yeah, I I agree. So, anything else on that one, Brad? Uh, no, it's great. I would I would recommend seeing it uh, in in theaters if you can because it's just a, it's a fun movie. Is it? Yeah, that's what movie. I was going to ask. Is it coming to theaters or is it? You know, again, I know you're hearing more from Sundance kind of stuff. Who's picking up these films? Who picked that film up? Uh, so that that one was already uh, had already been um, like set for a theatrical release focus features um already has it and so okay. like they just they just premiered it at sundance so it's gonna go to the theaters then yeah it'll it'll play in theaters all right great um guys did either of you create a game because i did if you didn't i thought you did well i didn't bring a guest man yeah, but i just always assume you write a mini like a, a game lit so you don't have yeah. to actually no, sing I, a song I mean, I, I, but you still get to get the game like why, why? By the way, why is it that you get to always bring a game and never sing a song? And you call them gamelets, and 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 you know what? I'm I'm here to tell you, you flew you flew under the radar for too long. It's fucking bullshit. You you bring Don't a game, you say you 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 sing a song. But here's the thing: it was a gamelet. And but anytime I have a, you know, what? hey Brad, hey Brad, I've got a short game. Nope, sing the song. Sing the song. Yes, sing the song. Like, yes. My game was shorter than his gamelet, and I was still expected to sing the song. Why is that, Brad? Uh, because your dick is a gamelet. <laughs> no, it fits inside a, a, a gimlet. All right. So I watched Edge of Tomorrow, um, which is a film that has Tom Cruise. But Tom Cruise isn't the only actor in this. There's other actors that were paid to be in this film, including the great what and late Bill Paxton. All oh, right. Oh, Billy. So I have created a game called Bill Paxton, Bill Pullman, or Will Patton. All right. I call it Bill, Bill, or Will. I now, pro- explain to everybody who Will, Will Patton is, for, so for those who may not know. He is also a white actor. <laughs> <laughs> what was he in? Uh, well, we're gonna. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'll. I don't, I don't know if I'll give away any answers by saying that. But Will Patton is uh, the assistant coach in Remember the Titans, and he's also one of the fellow car thieves in Gone in sixty seconds. So, and um, he's, in, he's in. He's in Armageddon as well. Yeah, he plays Chick in Armageddon. So, do you want me to create a song for you? I mean, this seems like more of a full game. So remember, the parameters of the game are it's got to be a, 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 a song that exists already that you have to make up new lyrics for. And that's why I get so frustrated because I'm terrible at this. And Brad's really good at it, and it pisses me off. And Joe Wicker, friend of the pod, thank you, Joe. Hey, Joey. Bailed me out last time that I had to do this. Joe is very talented. He's amazing at it. He's a musician. Yeah. So, of course, he yeah. was like, None of us I'm just going to literally save Ben's life here, and I will do this for him. All right, so I need to think of a song. Yep. Um, connected to. Doesn't have to be connected to anything. I know, but but it helps me. Okay. How about this? Um, oh. Um, I'm going to ask you about Bill. I'm going to ask you about Will. I'm going to ask you about Bill. Bill, Bill, Will. I don't think 
you know. So <laughs> let's get on with the show. Do, 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 do. Bills, bills, bills. <laughs> you know what? Classy. All right. Classy. Thank you. We're going to let that one go. No, let's let it go. You did it. That's, That's a great song. I mean, that was that but, was probably the best song we've heard when compared to the topic of the game. Right. Good, good job, buddy. All right. Thank you, buddy. I, I feel very proud. All right. So um, what I'm going to do um, is... I'm going to first, we're not going to do a buzzer on this one. I'm going to give it to Ben, then we'll go to Brad, and Brad, then Ben. All it, right? is, it is hard because Brad is yep. in Utah, and yep. it's a lot harder. So um, I will read you. Brad, Brad, Brad. <laughs> Utah, Utah, Utah. I will read you the question. Let me get through the whole question. Yep, 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 all yep. right. Um, what you need to do is tell me, is it Bill Pullman, Bill Paxton, or Will Patton? Okay. And then tell me what film it is. Okay. All right. So I'm up first. Yes. Okay. This Bill Will had a big bit part in this 1981 film directed by Ivan Reitman and starring Bill Murray and Harold Ramis. The film is about John Winger, an immature taxi driver who, after losing his job and his girlfriend, decides to enlist in the United States Army with his friend Russell Ziski. What was the film and which Bill Will was it? Oh, that's Stripes. Okay. And I think that I'm going to say it was Bill Pullman. You only get one point out of there, so keep checking your points. It was Bill Paxton. Fair enough. Yes, Uh, yes, it was. uh, Okay, yeah, Brad, it's really easy to say it after the fact, okay? All right. Oh, I'm sorry. I I know Bill Paxton was prominently in some 80s movies early in his career. Well, I haven't seen Stripes in like 20 years. Give me a break. All right. So this one is for Bradford. This Bill Will had a small role in this 1985 film directed by Martin Scorsese and starring Griffin Duane, Linda Fiorentino, John Hurd, and Tommy Chong. The film is about an ordinary word processor who has the worst night of his life after he agrees to visit a girl in Soho he met that evening at a coffee shop. What was the film in which Bill Will was it? Martin Scorsese film. Yeah, I'm. Wow, I'm kind of 1985. Have you seen any um, Martin Scorsese films? I, I I think I've seen a couple. Like I saw Jaws, and that was pretty <laughs> good. Um, man, I'm trying, <laughs> this, this is really annoying. Uh, it bothers him not, more to not get it than it I bothers know, us. I, I know. know. Well, it's because you know it's like his whole job's on the line. Because I know yeah. it's, I know it's not the, it's, it's not one of the ones that I have seen. Uh, I had not super... seen this film. Yep, I had not seen. This I mean, film. I'd we, heard of it, but not seen it. Last episode, we had trouble naming like Mel Brooks films, <laughs> and I'm like, he's the most famous comedian alive, and yet I've never even heard of some of these films. And we talk about how much yeah. we love yeah, him. Yeah, like, and that's the, we're such fucking assholes. We're the by worst. the way, we are the oh worst. Oh my god, I'm such oh, a I Mel don't... Brooks fan, <laughs> and I don't even know <laughs> half of his films. <laughs> So I, I can't name the movie, but I, I'm pretty sure that it's Will Patton because I don't ever remember hearing about Bill Pullman or Bill Paxton being in a Scorsese movie. All right. I will give you one point there because you did get Will Patton is right. And the film is After Hours. Ah, ha, ha. <laughs> have, you, have, you, have you seen that or no? No, I haven't seen After Hours. You've heard of it, I'm sure. But I have not seen yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, of course. I know. I, I actually know exactly what the, the poster looks like. It's like After Hours is like in a neon... Uh, font and like and there's, there's a like lady's leg. Fingers. Yeah, it's That's a film a that no, it's these big fingers pinching a guy's head on like, oh. like a clock or something. It's one of those films that we probably need to assign to each other, or all three of us watch yeah, it if we've not watched it yet. All right, 
All right, this Bill Will was a supporting actor in this 1994 film directed by Lawrence Kasdan, starring Kevin Costner, Dennis Quaid, and Gene Hackman. The film is about from Wichita to Dodge City to the OK Corral and Tombstone. A man becomes a myth in this thrilling journey of romance, adventure, and desperate heroic action. What was the film, and which Bill Will was it? That is Tombstone, and that was Bill Paxton. It's actually incorrect. Um, nope, that is not. Oh, shit, no. Oh, my God. It is Wyatt Earp, and it's Bill Pullman. Oh, my God. I'm such a Wow, oh. what a piece of shit. You are so confident. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. I, because, oh, hey, my hey, God. Hey, hey, Brad. No, no, only, Brad. Only, only, only because I, as soon as you started saying Western, and I was envisioning Bill Paxton and Tombstone, that's why. And I just, I didn't even listen to the actors. I didn't even listen. Hey, Brad. Oh. You know what? Hey, hey, in the words of Outcast, don't pull the thing out unless you plan to bang. That is all. That's a very good life verse for you. Man. All oh right. My here, God, this I'm is a for Brad. Freaking for, idiot. This Bill Will started in a 1993 film directed by George Cosmatos, starring Kurt Russell, Val Kilmer, and Sam Elliott. The film is about a successful lawman's plan to retire <laughs> so anonymously much. in oh, well, Tombstone, uh, you know, Arizona. You know, Disrupted by the kind of outlaws he was famous oh, for eliminating. God. What was the film in which Bill Will was? Uh, uh, gosh, I, man, I know I know this. I um, hate you so <laughs> It's something, it's, uh, the, I think the title, like, it shares a name with like a- Get on with it! Uh, <laughs> oh, it's Tombstone. It's Bill Paxton. Oh, God damn it, Ben. You know, hey, buddy, let me, hey, Ben, I'm going to talk to you over here real quick. <laughs> put down the bottle, okay? You know, let's wash some, let's put some cold water in your Is face. he drinking out of a bottle now? Okay, just call, it's just, been a long night, just, all right? Just, 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 like, a ba- like a baby bottle? Get it together. I'm, I'm going to bring him back on, though. Get it together. I'm okay. getting, hey, is this it a baby bottle? Is it a baby bottle with a with a breast on it? And you just walk back in there, you hold your head up high, and you, you get the hey, next one, okay? I right? got this one for Ben. Hey, guys, I'm back. This Bill Will had a small role in a 1985 film directed by Mark Lester, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Ray Dong Chong, and Alyssa Milano. The film is about a retired Special Forces colonel who tries to save his daughter, who was abducted by his former subordinate. What was this film, Ben? And what which Bill Will was it? That is Commando. Correct. And I'm going to go Bill Paxton. Correct on both parts. Bill Paxton was, uh, he played an intercept officer. It was a small role, but again, we count that. (laughs) Yes, we do. All right. This is for Bradford. This Bill Will was a supporting actor in this 1988 film directed by Lawrence Kasdan. Again, starring William Hurt, Kathleen Turner, and Gina Davis. This film is about an emotionally distant writer of travel guides who must carry on with his life. After his son is killed and his marriage crumbles, what was the film and which Bill Will was it? Uh, the movie is The Accidental Tourist. Correct. And shit. Bill Pullman. This is one of those films that all three of them really could have been in, right? Like you're like, uh, but you were correct. It is Bill Pullman. Um, yes, nicely done, buddy. All right, this Thanks. is for um, Benny. This Bill Will starred in the 1985 film directed by Susan Seidman and starring Rosanna Arquette, Aidan Quinn, and Madonna. 
Set in New York City, this plot involves the interaction between two women, a bored housewife and a bohemian drifter, linked by various messages in the personal section of a newspaper. What was the film, and which Bill Will was it? Oh, I'll say single white female, and I'll say it was uh, Will. Will who? Will, what's his name? Will Patton. Will Patton. You got Will Patton right, but it is not the film. Brad, do you know the film? Uh, run through the like, run, run through the things again. Okay, not, yeah. the, not the full. I yeah, yeah. the story, but okay. the actors and actors. So it is direct in 1985 film directed by Susan Seidemann. Oh yeah, star- single white females in the 90s, God, starring Rosanna Arquette, Aidan Quinn, and Madonna. I'm trying to think 85. of it because I know uh, I know it's a movie that my parents had recorded, yep. but I always yep. confused. I always confuse whether it's uh, oh, it's uh, desperately seeking Susan. Correct. There you yeah. go. Yeah. I was thinking. I was thinking Peggy Sue got married because I always confuse those titles. But then I was like, oh no, no, that's not it. All right, Brad. This one's for you. This Bill Will was a supporting role in this 1994 film, directed by Stuart Orma, and starring Donald Sutherland, Eric Thal, Julie Warner, and Keith David. The film is about a trio of American government agents who attempts to thwart a covert invasion of Earth by mind-controlling alien parasites. Which was the film, and which Bill Will was it? I've never seen this. I don't know what it is. Um, I don't know what the name of the movie is, but I'm going to guess Will Patton. You're correct on Will Patton. Uh, The movie is called The Puppet Masters. Whoa. Uh, Oh, damn. That's a deep cut. All right. Um, here's one for Ben. This Bill Will had a starring role in this 1998 film directed by Ron Underwood and starring Charlize Theron, Naveen Andrews, and Regina King. The film is about a legendary 15-foot-tall mountain gorilla taken to an animal sanctuary in California by a zoologist and a woman with whom he grew up. But a poacher wants him dead. What was the film, and which Bill Will was it? It's Mighty Joe Young, and I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Bill Paxton. You were correct on both. Way to go. Crushed crushed it. Crushed it with your big hog. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, I have just a couple more. Here we go. Brad, how many points do you have? He's got a lot. Oh, I don't know. (laughs) I've got five. How many do you have? Uh, I've gotten, I think I, I, I think, think you've I gotten all five them. actually. Yeah. No, no, I, I, don't, well, I, don't, I definitely, there was two that I didn't know the movie, but I got the actor correct. All right. And, and two that you I think two. I got, and two that I got both of them. Yeah. So then I have six, six points. Okay, fine. All right. Just a couple more guys. This Bill Will had a significant role in this 1985 film directed by John Hughes. I don't know if you've heard of him or not. Starring Anthony Michael Hall, Elon Mitchell Smith, and Kelly LeBrock. The film is about two high school nerds who use a computer program to literally create the perfect woman. Played by Kelly LeBrock, who promptly turns their lives upside down. What was the film and which Bill Will was it? Weird science. Weird science. Bill Paxton. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. All right, here you go. This is for... Ben, this Bill Will had a, even, even win. had a starring role in this whatever. 1987 film written and directed by Mel Brooks. 
starring John Candy and Rick Moranis. The film is about a, fa- a star pilot for hire and his trusty sidekick who must come to the rescue of a princess and save planet what? Uh, I don't actually remember the planet. Druidia. Druidia <laughs> from the clutches of the evil space balls. What was the film and which Bill Will was it? I just oh, that's crazy. That, uh, yeah, wow. I don't, space balls. It's tombstone. Bill, it's Tombstone. It's Bill, <laughs> Bill Pullman. Correct. All right. Um, I'll give one more uh, to Brad, and we'll call it a, a, a day. Well, you already won, Brad. Congratulations. All right. This one is for Brad. This Bill Will stars in this 1995 film directed by Ron Howard, starring Tom Hanks, Kevin Bacon, Ed Harris, and Gary Sinise. The film is about NASA devising a strategy to return a ship to Earth safely after the spacecraft undergoes massive internal damage, putting the lives of the three astronauts on board in jeopardy. What was the film and which Bill Will was it? Apollo 13, and it is Mr. Bill Paxton. Congratulations to Bradford Oman, the winner of Bill Paxton, Bill Pullman, or Will Patton, Bill, Bill, or Will. Good oh, game, Houston, Nate. we good. have a winner. Okay, stop it. That's a good game, Nate. Thank you. Good job, buddy. Good, good job. Good job. I'll, I'll write the game next time. You don't like my games? I'm just saying that you've been doing it a lot lately, and I appreciate you. But I do enjoy writing games. You shouldn't have to do it all the time. I do enjoy it. Yeah, and we want to hear Ben make some songs. No, we don't. That's one thing we don't want to hear. Ever. Oh, I want to hear you make some songs. I want to hear you what, sing about just, it all night long. Is just, just, just Josh and me over here, buddy? Make a song. I'm going to Josh you like an old song? man in a tub. What? Nothing. Okay, well, safe travels home from Utah, buddy. We miss you. Hey, I miss you too. Well, I think I think we'll probably be recording uh, another podcast between now and then. We'll see what happens. Uh, Nate, this was a lot of fun, buddy. Thanks for uh, thanks for being on the show for the first time. Yeah, no, it's it's been a lot of fun. I think you guys got something really going on here. And if you want to find me, you can find me on uh, go to Nate Logs, find me online. But more importantly, go to goflixyourselfpod.com. Um, you know what really helps us, honestly, write a review. Um, the, the more reviews, the better. It, I know it's self-serving for us, but it gets us, you know, more people listening and uh, share the podcast if you can, even just through Facebook or Twitter, retweet, share it on Facebook. The more people listening, honestly, we love the little community we've built with this podcast. Those of you in different parts of the country, it's super, it's, it's a lot of the fun world. Yeah. And, and the so, world, uh, we really love it. We love the reviews. We love all that kind of stuff. And again, go to go and you can find all that stuff. Brad, where can people find you, buddy? Uh, on Twitter at Ethan underscore Anderton. Like I mentioned before, I recently did a big thread of all the movies I saw at Sundance. You can also read some of my reviews for those movies over at SlashFilm.com. And check out the rest of our Sundance coverage. We had like four or five other people uh, doing Sundance reviews, some doing it only virtually. We had a couple people uh, at the site actually there in person seeing some other movies that I didn't even get to see. Uh, so make sure you check all that out. And uh, just stay tuned to Slash Home for uh, a bunch of new stuff about movies and TV shows that are coming your way. Oh, that's amazing. And I'm Ben. Bye, everybody. Bye. Nah, cheating, eh?